Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice, it arms To the line, Hughes, scores! You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network podcast and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in a Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season at Zephyr Epic. That'll get you $5 off your order. Go check them out on all platforms, Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic.com. Go check them out. They got a nice Twitch channel, got those group breaks. You can buy a spot in those. Those are really cool, really popular. They sell out within 24 hours, so make sure you go check those out. Those are every Thursday at Zephyr Epic. Go check that out. We are also delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's. All first-time users of the app, 25% off your first order and free delivery. Does not get much better than that, folks. Go check out our friends at DoorDash. My name is David Quadrelli, and I am not joined. This guy just keeps taking vacations. I'm not joined by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. It's just me and Jack Rathbone. Jack Rathbone has agreed to come on the podcast. Very excited to have him on. We'll get to that interview shortly. We were going to run this as a bonus episode, but I just drank a coffee, which I'm sure you can tell by listening to this. And Faber, when Faber and I were talking about it, he was really worried. He was like, man, like, I don't like having no content. So this guy wants to put out an episode on Monday. And I'm like, we don't do episodes on Monday. He's like, just a quick one. I'm like, what happened? Like, nothing happened in in the time from our last episode to now. Jason Dickinson signed. That's it. We don't even have to get too much into that. Jason Dickinson signed with the Vancouver Canucks. That's great. Chris and I will talk about that and what he means to the team. This Saturday when Chris is back, Chris left again. Leaves me again. 
I don't need a co-host. I got Jack Rathbone now. But leaves me again to go hang out with the girlfriend. In all seriousness, uh, Chris is Chris is out with the girlfriend, but it's uh, it's a family thing, so uh, I'll allow it. I will allow it. So instead, we're going to spend the next 15 minutes before we get to Jack Rathbone talking about the technique of Arthur Silov's and Aku Koskenvo. We're just going to break that down in audio form. I'm just joking. I just wanted to see Faber's reaction. I'm hoping people were in the car listening to this with him and they can report back what he what he reacted with when he heard me say that. But no, we are just going to jump right into our conversation with Jack Rathbone. Again, just me this week. I think I'm owed a little bit of vacation time, given what Faber's done to me the past couple of weeks. But here is the conversation. Very fun conversation, I might add, with Vancouver Canucks defenseman Jack Rathbone. All right, guys, very pleased to be joined now by Jack Rathbone. Jack, how's it going, man? Going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you back. I think this is your third time back on the show. You might be the most frequent non-media guest that we've had on the show. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Okay, so got to ask you, man. You had your uh, had your first off-season after having some games under your belt. What's that been like? It's been good. I think um, getting a taste of it there at the end was, was great. Um, learned a ton and just kind of... Obviously, you know, you're, you're pretty motivated going into every off season, but getting a taste there, I think, um, definitely add a little bit more fuel to the fire knowing that, you know, I can do it and, um, just excited to go into the off season with, uh, that goal in mind of being up there for the full year. Okay. So you had eight games under your belt. Now, how does your off season training change now that you've had those games, like in comparison to past off seasons? Yeah, I think, uh, in the gym, I don't, I don't think much changes. Um, off the ice, I don't think much changes just because every year you're going into um, each summer trying to get bigger, stronger, faster, you know, all the um, – it's a little cliche, but I think it's, it's true for everyone. It's, everyone kind of wants to add a step, maybe a little bit of weight. And, um, I think that was my goal going into the off season. And I think on the ice, I think you just – you know a little bit more of – especially I know it was only eight games, but – a little bit more of what you can and can't get away with, um, especially what what are uh, the strengths for those guys at that level. So um, I think just going into the offseason with that in the back of your head always helps um, on ice training. Now, I asked you this before, and I, I know I asked it right after your debut, but after those eight games, was there anything that kind of surprised you about playing in the NHL? Yeah, I, again, I, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't, be fair to call it a surprise just knowing that it is the nhl so i think i kind of expected um just the highest tier of everything whether it's size or speed or um the way guys think the game at that level i think um i think it was more just uh trying to adapt to it and um like i said one knowing what you can and can't get away with and then um two just trying to eventually settle in and play my game a little bit there for the last you know, six or seven games after that first one being kind of a whirlwind that it was. Um, I think those were maybe a little bit of a surprise, but I think uh, I handled it pretty well and was was just excited to be up there. Yeah, absolutely. And I just thought of this while while you were answering that question. Um, Aiden McDonough is actually the only other person who's a non-media member that's been on the show 
three times. So yeah. now you're tied with him. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about him because he's a friend of the show. We've had him on had him on three times, and we asked him most recently uh, about the group chat during your uh, during your debut. And he told us uh, it was a lock that you were going to do that fake clapper little hop step that you do. Um, and, and he was right. So I need to ask you because. He said that the group chat was blowing up way more when you got stuck on a two-on-one with McDavid and Dreisaitl burying down on you in your debut than it was for your first goal. So how did those two moments compare, do you think, with the reaction that they got? Yeah, I think it, uh, honestly, it wasn't even close. I think um, I would say more so for the two-on-one just because I think that is kind of like, you know, you look back after... um, with the season, you know, finishing up how it did and me getting those eight games, I think you look back at kind of key moments and I'd say that was as close to an, a, a welcome to the NHL moment as I'll get. So, um, kind of wish, you know, it was, uh, maybe a little bit of a different moment, you know, with those two guys being the players that they are. I don't think that anybody's, anybody's looking for that kind of a two on one. So, um, just happy, happy they didn't score and, make me look um a little silly there but no it was good it was it was fun i think those are the moments again that you look back and you say wow that that actually happened and just more more excited that i kind of came out of it on skate yeah absolutely we were uh we were happy to see you didn't get scored on there because yeah that that would have that would have sucked in your first game so okay so I got to ask you about the off-season acquisitions. Connor Garland, I texted you right away when they acquired him. Uh, you you play golf with him in the off-season and skate with him. How good of a golfer is he? He's good. He's uh I think he you only really started playing a couple years back, so his uh his game's definitely gotten way better. Um but this summer I think more so in terms of uh how much I've been playing with him. He's, he's definitely his game's on the right track. On the ice, you know, you've skated with him. What can you tell Canucks yeah. fans about his game? What, uh, what, what, what excites you about the acquisition? Yeah, he's he's a pretty dynamic forward. I think um, real fun guy to play with. Loves to make plays. Um, real exciting player. Real creative. And uh, I think a, a guy that Canucks fans should be really excited about. Now, I know you weren't there for a super long time, but, you know, we talked to Travis, we've talked to, you know, countless guys who basically said the vibe around the team this season was just so weird with COVID and, you know, everything that went down and it just, it wasn't a great, great vibe with the team. But how do you think that vibe kind of changes when the management group goes out and improves the team significantly in an off season? It's starting to look like you guys could really challenge for the playoffs next year. Yeah, I think it's exciting. I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, everyone wants to win. And, um, you know, to see management go out and do that, and, um, I think it just gives everyone a little bit more confidence and I think adds a little bit more excitement going into camp, um, knowing that just without uh, without playing a game yet, I think we're, we're, we're uh, definitely, I'd say, um, a little bit of a better team. Um, adding guys like that, you know, it's basically a top four forward and a, or a top four D-man and top six forward um you're adding them not a lot of teams make those kind of acquisitions often so it's uh, exciting to see management go out and do that and guys i definitely know are excited to get, go uh start camping get the season going now it's a question on everybody's mind last time we asked you a lot of uh vancouver-based questions and we will get to those in the rapid fire part but did you end up finishing schitt's creek 
so I did, I did not end up finishing it. My sister is obviously she's, uh, I don't know if I mentioned before, she, she crushed it pretty quick. She, um, she was a big fan. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I just, it's not that I didn't like it or just didn't get into it. I say as much and we had a lot going on. Um, so I, uh, I'd say I, I, uh, it's something that maybe I'll, I'll dig back into here. Um, either when camp gets going or afterwards or when I get some free time there. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. And I, I gotta say, like as somebody who has finished the show, you, you kind of wish that they went for more seasons. Like it doesn't feel like the show was ready to end. I don't know. That's just, that's how I felt yeah. about the show. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well just segueing into that. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Um, I, uh, I just started that OB or outer banks. Um, that season, I think season three that just came out. I think that, uh, I loved, I was a big fan of season one and two. So, um, uh, I'm like, two episodes into season three right now. Fantastic. That's the show that's been recommended to me by countless people. And I've been meaning to start it. I've been meaning to get it started. That and Ted Lasso. Everybody's talking about Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's another big one. I, uh, I know a couple guys, especially a couple guys in the gym that are watching that one. And then, um, I think my dad's watching Ted Lasso right now, but, um, yeah, those are a couple I've got. I've got a couple on the list for the, uh, to watch. Yeah, I'm 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 very excited for that. Okay, so you know we'll we'll get back to the hockey talk here. So when you see the announcement for Abbotsford, and obviously you're hoping to be in Vancouver, but when you see the announcement that you know it's it's Abbotsford is going to be the AHL home of the team now, do you kind of like like I'm sure you liked that move because it's just if you're in the AHL at any point, there's going to be a lot of eyes on you, like right in the city. Just what was your reaction when you saw that announcement? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome for hockey in Vancouver, um, kind of hockey in British Columbia. Um, but no, I think just moving it so that uh, whether it's management or coaches or anyone can just be, um, I, I don't even know how, I think someone told me it was like 45, 50 minutes outside of Van, but um, I think just for, for a team to be that close, I think it, honestly, I think it gives guys, um, a little bit more confidence in terms of knowing that it's it's a quick phone call and a quick drive away to um, the NHL. So I think um, it's definitely definitely a great move and um, something that uh, I know the city of Vancouver is probably pretty excited about. Speaking of the city of Vancouver, just before we wrap up here, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you give you some rapid fires in a sec, but just with Vancouver, like. This season was so weird. You guys didn't really get to go out. You didn't get to go yeah. have team dinners and stuff like that. But did anybody like tell you about any spots or did you see any spots that you're just excited to check out around the city? Yeah. I mean, I think driving through there, um, just, I mean, just downtown in general and with it being on the water and the beaches and, um, I mean, whether you want to go for a hike or go to the beach or, you can really do anything. Um, I think in van within a 20 to 45 minute drive. So I think, uh, that was something that I, I wish I got to check out more. Um, but obviously with COVID the precautions we had to take, wasn't able to, but, um, definitely something I'm, I'm really excited about going forward. Fantastic. How many sushi spots did you get to check out? Cause I know you said you're a big sushi guy. Yeah. I, uh, I think I sampled a couple. I think, um, like I'd say somewhere between four and five, but I think uh, 
it was uh, definitely not a bad spot for sushi, that's for sure. So um, definitely spoiled myself a little bit out there. That's fantastic. Okay, so sorry, back to the hockey questions. Just how motivated are you going into next year? Like, do, does the eight games kind of just, you know, and the acquisitions and everything that's kind of happened between your debut to now, does it just, like, motivate you a ton to come in and make the team? Yeah, 100%. I think, um, like I said, getting the taste of it and getting the, the first few games out of the way, I think that's um, something that I was definitely looking forward to, but I think just that uh, contributes to the motivation going forward that you, you want to kind of start from uh, start from the outside of training camp and uh, hopefully, you know, make it a hard decision on, on the coaching staff and management and um, try and try and stay up for the whole year and go uh, try and contribute to uh, hopefully um, what what is an exciting team here going forward for Vancouver. Okay, man. Well, we really appreciate the time here. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right, folks, that's right. We got a new ad finally here for Parallel 4-9 Beer. You want to get down to the street kitchen, folks. It's more than just a street kitchen now. Now it is a full-on beer gardens. Absolutely beautiful. You've seen Quads and I tweeting about it. The food's amazing. A ton of beers on tap. Quads as well. You've had uh, not only beers, but what other drinks did you like there? had the Muddler's Pink Lemonade. That was very good. You need to go get the food, though. The food at the Parallel 49 Street Kitchen, ridiculous. What did we eat that one day? Poutine? cheeseburger, well, I ate it all, waffle fries, and then we got those Korean barbecue wings. Yeah, the spicy chicken burger, that's my go-to. But Delicious. what you do, a little trick for everyone, you swap out the jalapenos for their pickled cucumbers. Very, very good. Highly recommend that. That's down at 1950 Triumph Street off an East Van. That's Parallel 49 at 1950 Triumph Street. Check them out in East Van and go down and try some beers and be sure to get some food down on that beautiful patio. The pandemic and a slow economy are making it tough on a lot of people to find steady, good-paying work. But one industry is bucking that trend. Construction companies are hiring and need more workers than ever before. Upload your resume to icba.ca and get noticed. With more than 3,000 employers on our ICBA team, our employment network can connect you to businesses crewing up for the 2021 construction season. Trades jobs that pay well, offer excellent benefits, invest in safety training, and give a firm career foundation. Check out icba.ca slash jobs. Squish Beverage, my new favorite drink of the summer. Absolutely crushable. The right drink to bring down to the beach, the right drink to bring down to the river, camping, whatever you're doing this summer. Squish is the beverage for you. They have original hard seltzers and a bunch of different flavors, but the lemonade ones, those are my favorite quads. Me too. I can drink more than one of those. They're crushable. Which is good. So when you go down to the beach, you're bringing how many? More than one. More than one. Unlike last time. Absolutely. This is the hard seltzer for you. This is the hard seltzer for summer. Go out and try Squish. You can find their original flavors of hard seltzer at BC Liquor Stores. But if you want to do a little bit of digging, that's where you're going to find the lemonades. My favorite. And you can find those at private liquor stores all across British Columbia. All right, and a massive thank you to Jack Rathbone and all of our sponsors here at the Canucks Conversation Podcast. Faber's going to be listening to this. I just played some music coming back from break. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to say that I'm challenging for his job at 650, but I don't know. If anybody's listening to this from 650, 
Actually, I'm not available. I was about to say I'm available. I'm not available, but uh, I'm a better producer than Chris is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so yeah, thank you once again to Jack and everybody who sponsors this very podcast and all of you, the listeners. We just did our draw for the Patreon, sending out those packages today. Very excited about that. We had our little uh, giveaway last month and we're going to be doing those continuing going forward. All of the $10 hero tier subscribers, you're going to win something eventually. We're going to do two packages a month. So if you want to get in on that and you get all the bonus content, Faber and Quaz shoot the bleep once a week where we just talk nothing but any anything but hockey basically. And we have a lot of fun with those. So you can go check that out. Five and $10 tier gets you all of the bonus content and the $10 tier gets you in entered for those giveaways. So definitely go check that out. If you haven't already, patreon.com slash Canucks convo. I'm not even going to try to host a solo episode. Like I've already done this. I've had Jack on. It was great. It's going to be a shorter episode for this one, but Saturday full episode coming your guys way. We're very excited. And on the Patreon, got to plug it again. Faber and I are going to go back and listen to our first episode together, which is hilarious, by the way. If you haven't heard it already, it is funny because Faber and I weren't really friends back then when we started the show. Like, we we were online friends, but that was, like, the first time we had met and, like, talked in person, and it was behind microphones. And we were both very nervous, which was it was pretty funny. We were talking very fast. We were uncomfortable. We swore a lot, which I think we did because we didn't have any sponsors at the time and we were very uncomfortable. But now we've got a whole bunch of sponsors, so we can't uh, can't be swearing on all the episodes. This is a family show now, which we're very proud to say. So I'm just going to close it out here. Thank you once again to Jack Rathbone, all of our sponsors, and everybody listening to this episode. For Chris Faber, who's not here, but he still built the place, my name is David Quadrelli, and thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim?